listening to Kurt and Anthony on the morning drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620 WVMT. Welcome back to the morning drive, everybody, on this Monday morning. Kurt and Anthony here, and it just shows you how this show is versatile and we jump from one thing to the next we had senator tom chittenden on chittenden county state senator then we had uh representatives from the national guard on and now we have two representatives from essex community players on and it is um it is cindy mckechnie 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 i knew i was going to get that slightly wrong and uh dick hibbert that's right and you and so both of you with the essex community players Let's start out first before we get into the play. Tell us, like, you're, we've, I know we've had you on before, but tell us a little bit of your history with the Essex Community Players. And you have a big anniversary this year, too, right? Uh, this is our 65th year. 65 years. Yeah. You don't look that old. Oh, you're, <laughs> oh you meant for the actual. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. She's getting ready to slap me across the head. <laughs> or she wants to. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously. Yeah. 65 years. Yeah, that is... 65 years. Yeah, wow. they started in 1958. 1958. I wasn't even... Oh, I was born. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you. Uh, wow. So do you have special... I mean, I know you got the big play coming up, but are you doing anything to celebrate the 65th anniversary? It's just promoting it and letting the public know that we've been around that long. And, and we've been in Essex for that period of time. Yeah. And you've, Cindy, been involved in it. You're now the president of the board. Yes. And, Dick, you've been involved for many years as well. I have, yes, since about 1999, I think. Quarter century right there. Right there, yeah. And, uh, okay, so everything's good with the board? Yeah, it's great. I mean, Is Marcus still on the board? No, of course not. Oh, he's not on the board <laughs> No. He chaired the board one at one time, didn't he? He was the past president. Yeah. And I was the vice president. And when he left, it's not a natural thing, but, you know, you want to try your hand at it. And you can only be president for two years. So this is my second year. So. All right. So now the big winter production is Long Live Love. Which it's it sounds like the perfect play as we hit Valentine's Day day after tomorrow. It is, yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. Well, it's it's a romantic farce that uh, involves a a play within a play, actually. So so it centers on a, a theater company who are in rehearsal for their opening of a production of Long Live Love written by a married couple who are, are the playwrights. And after they finish that final rehearsal, they, one of the play, playwrights comes in and informs them that he and his wife are, are on the outs with each other, and he's written a new ending for the show <laughs> and calls on them to re-rehearse the ending. Anthony's laughing at it already. Already, yeah. It's a great premise. And, and then... And then the other playwright, the, the wife, comes in and announces that, no, you're not going to do that ending. You're going to do my ending. And so they have, they have three endings for the one play that they're doing. And it's all kinds of chaos involved because uh, for uh, actors and directors in theater, if you try to change things at the last minute, it, it oh. becomes absolutely devastating to them. And, and it's, it's hysterical at the same time. 
It does. I agree with Anthony. It does sound like a great premise. And so the last minute is four hours before they go up. Oh. So it's not like it's two weeks before. No, it's, it's four hours. Yeah. Oh my God, that's funny. And and so it's called Long Live Love. I thought you were going to say that they just announced that the the play is supposed to be romantic, and they they announced to the to the cast they were separating or getting divorced. But but the idea of changing the whole ending of the play four hours before you go on stage is hysterical. And, and, and they they come in with with revisions to their scripts that are horrible, to be honest. And the, the actors are, are trying to figure out how do we deal with these these changes that don't make any sense and that they're the, these two people trying to work out their their differences in the lines of the play that they've written. And Dick, you are the director of the play. I am, yes. And you're the producer. I'm the producer, yes. So what does that mean? What do you do as the producer? So the producer <laughs> is kind of like the manager of the show. Yeah. So I pull together the budget. Uh, the producer gets all the crew, um, and they oversee any problems that happen. Like um, if you have a show where we usually do a three-weekend run, and um, you have a person who's running lights and sound that comes to you and say, oh, I forgot to tell you I can't do the last weekend. And you're already in production, so that it's the producer's responsibility to find a replacement. And we've had that happen. Whose so. job is tougher, the director or the producer? I think it's the producer's job that's harder. <laughs> Although the, the director has to, to, to deal with the cast and uh, get them to, to move and talk and do the things that they're supposed to do. So, so it's, a, it's a more hands-on uh, involvement than the producer's behind the scenes putting things together well and 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 it's kind of this kind of relates to the production of long live love because you know you are here's here's the play and here you're the director and it's it's not changing i mean the the people coming in and playing and the characters but for the producer you know somebody comes in somebody drops out a light breaks what happened to this microphone the speaker this constant stuff happening so it's kind of uh throwing everything into chaos constantly Mm -hmm. as you build up to the show But yet, this show is the two writers throwing it into chaos right before it hits the stage. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And one thing I'd like to mention, which I mentioned to Kurt as we were walking in, um, this show is a world premiere, which means it's never been done before. Wow. So the playwright, uh, he lives in Syracuse, New York, and he approached us a while ago and asked if we would be interested. And so with doing a world premiere... It means that, um, I don't know if you've ever seen a script, but it does list in there the first um, theatrical company that did the show. So you get the honors of having your name in print. How did you connect with the the, uh, playwright? They reached out to us. Wow. And since we're kind of local, I mean, he's in New York. And yeah, so, yeah. And he actually, we've done a show of his before the Telltale Farce years ago. So he must have liked your production of his work if he reached out to the Essex community players. Well, he knew we existed. So <laughs> well, I that's pretty. Know. That's a pretty big honor. What, what's a? How many times do you do this where it's a world premiere as opposed to like you're doing a play that's everybody you know you hear a name like Oklahoma or whatever it might be. You everybody's heard of it. But this one is brand new. How often does that happen? It's the first time. First for time us. ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're really honored. And I so think you're selling yourself yeah. short a little bit, Cindy, because you did one of his plays. 
he obviously you were not not to overuse a phrase, but you were on the radar. You were top of mind. Uh, so this is exciting. I think. It, yeah. And the premise sounds hysterical. Well, oh it's exciting God, yeah. because it's the first time that you've had a uh, you've been the premiere. So that's that is really speaks well for the Essex community players that he reached out to you. I mean, yes. I would have thought you reached out to him, but he reached out to you. So that's- yeah, he did. I mean, it's I, I know Dick has served on the board before, and you know when you're trying to plan your next season. You know, we always put out, we're looking for proposals and to have established playwrights, which we did a show a long time ago um, that the playwright was able to come and see the show. Um, but it doesn't happen that often with community theater. No, no, I, I, I think you got to be really honored and pleased with that. And when we come back, we'll hear more about the dates, how many times it's going to play and all the rest of that. Right. So uh, we're talking with the folks from the Essex Community Players. They've got a show coming up, Long Live Love. It's a world premiere. You can give us a call after the break. You're listening to Kurt and Anthony on The Morning Drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. As we head toward the finish line, we are continuing our discussion with uh, Cindy I'm going to screw this up again. McKechnie? Yes. I got it that time. McKechnie. And Dick Hibbert. Dick is the director of the new play, which is a world premiere play, um, Long Live Love, and Cindy is the producer. And uh, so tell us when the play is, how many times it's going to play, and then I know you have two tickets that you want to give away. Yes. So we're going to throw that out there right now. Uh, Want to just do it as the first person to call? Sure. All right, so they're going to tell us now the details, when the play is, et cetera, and then at any point, just you want to call, you want tickets to this great play, it's a world premiere play, give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, starting now, 888 Oops, sorry about that. Okay, we, we open on the 23rd of this month, a week from this Friday, and we have... Eight performances total over three weekends. So the first weekend, Friday, Saturday, and the evening, and then the Sunday matinee. Second weekend, uh, the same thing, Friday, Saturday, evening, and Sunday matinee. And then the final weekend, it's just a Friday and Saturday evening. So and we close on the 9th of March. So there's plenty of opportunities. Get these tickets. You can go to any, any which one, whatever one works best for you. Correct. Right. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So if you want, you want to go to this great play, and again, it's a world premiere. So give us a call on the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline, 888-414-0303. Two tickets to Long Live Love. And where, if, if somebody doesn't know, they've never been there, where, where are you located? So we're in Essex at Memorial Hall, and it's Five Towers Road, just up from the Price Chopper. There you go. That's how you, well, you know, you need a landmark. It's <laughs> yeah, all good. Absolutely. Now I know exactly where you are. Now, how many, how many people are in the cast? There are 10 uh, people in the cast, yeah. So a good size cast. How's it been working? You, uh, you want to diss on anybody? No, just no, absolutely not. <laughs> I'll talk to you later about that. <laughs> no, th- this is a great cast. They're they're a lot of fun to work with. Some of them are seasoned uh, veterans with Essex players, and a couple of our players have not been on stage in a, a couple of decades or more. Oh wow! And That's so fun. they're they're getting back into it. And yeah. uh, the the neat thing thing about this is that. With the play within a play, each of each of our almost all of our cast members play two different roles. They play the actor 
and then they play the character in the play within the play. So they they have to change persona from right. time to time and, and, and show back and forth. And All it's, right. it's a challenge it's like, for them. It's, it's like a lot of fun. We, yeah. we got a call coming in, so yeah. let's give away those tickets. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Would you like two tickets to Long Live Love? Two tickets. Yes, I'm sorry I, I, I cut you off there. Uh, what's your first name? Where are you calling from? My name is Deb, and I'm calling from Burlington. Okay. Deb from Burlington. And Cindy, Cindy how, do, how does she get the tickets? Well, if we could just get her name and her contact information, um, we'll have the box office get in touch with her um, on how to get the tickets and which evening performance. Do you want her to just send me an email and I'll get it to you? Yes, that would be great. Okay, so Deb, just uh, send me an email. Kurt, K-U-R-T, Kurt at WVMTradio.com. And then I'll get Cindy the information, and they'll have the tickets for you. Super. Thanks so very much. Have you been to an Essex community play before? Um, 20 or more years ago, but not since then, so I'm really looking forward to it. Great. Well, you're going to have a great time and be prepared to laugh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Congrats, Deb. Bye now. All right, so there you go. There's your winner, two <laughs> tickets, and she's pretty excited about it. I do think that community plays that are funny are are funnier because there's a connection. Sometimes, like you know somebody on stage, or uh, it just it just it's so much more personal, and the audience is so connected with the production that I, I particularly like the funny ones because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that person is playing that role, and it is hysterical, right? Right. Our, yeah. our audiences are usually filled with people who know somebody on in, yeah. the, in the cast, and, and so it is, it's more personal for them, and, and it's a whole different kind of experience. You know? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I, uh, I, um, I, I think this is great on, on so many levels. So uh, what, as a director, um, what's been your, your biggest challenge with this particular play? And if I can add to that, are there special challenges, as much as it is an honor to have this be a worldwide premiere the first time, rather than a long-running show. As Anthony asked, are there special challenges with it being the first time? Well, I, I'm not, I guess it's a challenge, but it's, it's an interesting experience because you're, you're creating the, the set, the, the scene, the, the characters. Uh, we decided to uh, put, set the show in the, the play within a play in the 60s, uh, so we have a contemporary theater group playing uh, a 60s production. And and so you have the all the decisions about how the characters are going to look, how they're going to move, how they're going to talk, yeah. and how the, the set is going to look. And we're creating it uh, new. Nobody's ever done it before, so we don't have any preconceived notions about what, we, what we're going to do. And, and so the, the challenge is to try to figure out how do we want this to look and sound so that that it will be uh, do justice to the the playwright's work, but also fulfill our vision as well. And you have no real reference point. You can't go back and say, "Well, you know, here's a production that I saw, or this is a production that that they did it this way." You're you're starting with a blank slate. I, I asked the playwright when we were talking about changing the time period of the play within a play. I I emailed him and asked him how how do you feel about us doing that? He said. Go for it. Do what you want to do with it. So he so, gave us, he gave us permission to play with his play. Oh, okay. So that makes it a little bit easier. You get to tinker around, make <laughs> put your own spin on it to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's set in the late 1960s. So as you can imagine, 
you know, how people dress during that time and some of the fun set pieces. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I bet it has. I, 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 the idea of just having it never been anywhere before and being able to, to, to play with it. But I, you answered my question before I could ask it. Did you reach out to the playwright yeah. to see if he had any like guardrails? Did he, so he just said, do what you want? He, he, he told us to, to uh, use our imagination with his work. And, uh, and so we are. <laughs> we're, we're doing that. And That's so cool. And Cindy, has it been, as the producer, has it been pretty smooth? Any, any issues you've had to deal with? Um, no, I, it's been going really well. I mean, we started set build this past weekend. Um, the set is black box, which means there are no walls. So it's set up with black drapes. Um, and we've got our set pieces. It helps to really showcase the actors more. Um, so. And do you, do you have all the help that you need? I'm obviously as you're approaching the, the, start time here you probably got all the help you need right we do but we're always looking for volunteers um you know there's a lot of really great theater companies within the area and so people can go and choose whatever they want to do and so sometimes it's a little thin so anybody that's interested you don't have to have any past experience in knowing how to build a set you know we're always looking for ushers um you know, dressers, whatever. You know, we're here and to help maybe lead. Maybe if, you, if you're just wanting to start getting getting involved in plays, this would maybe be a perfect way to do it. Exactly. Yeah. How, do, how how do they contact you if they do want to? So they volunteer? can go onto our website, and there is um, an email um, button that you can click if you want to volunteer. And we encourage anybody that wants to do that, or even if they come to see the show, um, they can make that information known and so we'd love to have as many volunteers as possible all right the website is essexplayers.com there you. you go 65th <laughs> anniversary for the essex community players this is the winter play uh the show long live long live love it's a romantic farce and yep. give us the uh, the times again one more time we open february 23rd um there are Friday and Saturday evenings for three weekends, 7.30 p.m. performances, and two Sunday matinees at 2 o'clock. All right. Dick Hibbert, the, the director, and Cindy McKechnie, the producer. Uh, thanks for being on The Morning Drive, as always, today. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks and for coming in. congrats, Deb, from Burlington, to winning the tickets. Yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to have Stuart Ledbetter. Yes, retiring, retiring after 40 person. great years. And Will Emmons, independent running for mayor. All right. And you're going to hear it here and only here on News Talk WVMT Burlington. From ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. Classified documents are a major issue in the race for the White House. And today, former President Trump is expected to attend a hearing in Fort Pierce, Florida, in his classified documents case that was brought by the special counsel Jack Smith. ABC's Aaron Katursky is outside the courthouse. Now, Trump has pleaded not guilty, and he's attacked this case as selective prosecution after a different special...